worth it with me, yo We don't have to fight Stay for a cup of coffee now And it'll be alright You're listening to Catholic Coffee on the Morning Courtesy of Anchor It's free and easy to use If you want to be like us, just use Anchor Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wednesday on Catholic Coffee in the Morning. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, today we are missing our dear Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Peppermint Patty. And, and Peppermint. The Peppermint Patty. Uh, we, we decided to name Patrick uh, Peppermint. Or I did. <laughs> we decided. <laughs> we yeah. decided. Collectively, the collective human mind. <laughs> That one uh, brain cell that rattles between all of us. Yeah. <laughs> but Anyways, it's a beautiful Jake. morning. And <laughs> <laughs> the sun's shining. And it was the, one of the first times I've had to put on a jacket this semester. So, so it's, it's really two nice. degrees below freezing. <laughs> this man is walking around in shorts. And he's like, oh. I guess it's sweater weather. Like, it is long past right. sweater weather. I was about it to is, say. It is jacket weather right when now. When you said this is the first time I've had to wear a jacket, I had to wear my winter coat two weeks ago. Like what? my yeah. thick winter coat the other day. Oh. It was 30 degrees it two was, weeks ago. It is 30 degrees. I know, right now. <laughs> yeah, but the sun's shining and, and it's a beautiful it is, day. The sun is the shining. The sun is shining. That doesn't change it from being 30 degrees. Usually, Zach is wearing that exact outfit. Double jackets. He usually has an extra layer. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Well, he's wearing a winter coat and a jacket right now, <laughs> so yeah. you're wearing a Chick-fil-A hoodie. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't seem like it's thick you, enough. You, you see the different um, temperature thresholds between us. Right. Mm. Yeah. So, Jake, well, what are you drinking? I today? am drinking, um, wait, what's it called? Donut shot. Donut <laughs> shot coffee. We, just we literally talked about donut this right shot. before um i'm drinking out of a jimmy carter mug um yeah it looks like it's from plains georgia so i don't know the story behind that creamer i got the cinnamon cinnamon vanilla so yeah pretty solid popcorn margaret thanks jake Mm, my pleasure i'm I'm drinking out of my uh cat mug with mm, the, the snake face. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He's like, This is me. his, this is my face for being up this early in the morning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you could see my face right now, I'm happy to be here. Anyway. We can tell. Eyes bugging out my head. <laughs> Please help. Read between the lines, help me. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hopefully I don't take that down. Yeah. Because I just <laughs> anyway. We are joking, <laughs> Regardless, I'm drinking donut chip coffee with French vanilla creamer. Mm. Um, I'm gonna keep up the trend. Popcorn, Peter. Ooh. Uh, I I have the good old Smith Mountain Lake mug mm. from many episodes ago. Mm. Um, the return. Yep. Got the anchor in the rope, um, and also the donut shop coffee with the French vanilla creamer. Mm. What about you, Zach? Oh, I uh, I have my um, typical black dog coffee mug. It has returned. It is back. It, well, it's back. It was, it was back, back last, last week, week, but like it's still back, which right. I'm very very, <laughs> very happy about. <laughs> and then I, uh, as is the trend going around, um, we're not sponsored by 
you know, donut shop coffee, but you know, we could, it, it we could be, could be. <laughs> we could be, yes, we could be. And we're not. Which I am also drinking, <laughs> and I have the French vanilla from Food Line. We could mm. be sponsored by them we, too. Yeah, we could be because we have a huge food line. We're <laughs> a huge, not a huge food line, what? but we have a food line in town. Uh, Mel, what about you? Because we have Mel on today, also. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I once again don't have coffee because I just woke up and didn't make it. But I have an almond butter biscuit thing. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Oh, I forgot to mention we are all presently consuming pancakes. Yeah, thanks, Priestfield. <laughs> Shout out to Priestfield. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're, just, we're if you can't, couldn't tell, we're still waiting for the coffee to hit. Right. I like this when is... you say that every week. <laughs> it's like, by the... Can, you can, I think, I'm going to make the question this week. Tell me at what time you think the coffee hit. Mm-hmm. Because partway through the episode, I think it hits. Because then the spaghetti starts sticking mm, and it it's just good. But... You gotta I wait for that spaghetti to cook. Right now, at five minutes and four seconds, it is definitely not now. So mm-hmm. it's actually no. not even gonna be five minutes when you mm-hmm. see this because I'm gonna have to add the interest on. Regardless, mm-hmm. I'm not awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get there. Can you just chug We're this piping hot coffee mm-hmm. real quick? Anyway, so what did we talk about last mm-hmm. night? Oh, um, so last night at Bible study, which we had a Bible study last night. We returned the Bible study. Woo! And uh, we were talking about the passage of Jesus as the good shepherd, leading us all, the flock, towards the heavenly gates. Amen. Mm-hmm. And Jake, what were what did what were you thinking when you, you know we went through that passage last night and we were talking about it? Like, what really stuck to you and what really hit you? I don't know. I'd say probably like listening to the right voices because like there's a yeah. whole lot of. I mean, you could say there's there's a lot of shepherds out there mm-hmm. like, you know, trying to tell you what to do. But Jesus is the good shepherd, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, so you, you'll want to listen to him more than you listen to, you know, whatever other voices are out there, you know, trying to lead you away because like he's the only one that's going to lead you to, uh, um, you know, obviously the promised land or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what really stuck to me, just just listening to, you know, that one voice. But, um, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, uh, bah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and, and it's, we were talking about it last night, but we were talking about how Jesus is like, we are his sheep and versus like other people who are like other shepherds who are paid for to be our shepherd. And, you know, those people who, who like, just see us as money and property in this case will leave as soon as, like, a wolf or danger appears. Because, like, it was talking about how um, when the wolf appeared, the person who was there for money, he just instantly left. But Jesus will stay on our side no matter what, even, mm. even if, or in this case, it's when all the danger comes because... In this world, it is inevitable. Like we live in a broken world, there it's we're gonna run into problems and we're gonna run into dangers and all that. Mm -hmm. So that's what really stuck to me. What about you know Peter? What about you, Peter? Um, the the part which 
kind of is, you know, where the wolves came in, right? Um, he was saying that, you know, basically he'd give his life for those sheep, uh, mm -hmm. put his life on the line, you know? Um, and I forget who said it and exactly how they said it. Um, but being, it might've been John Paul actually, Probably. Uh, John Paul. But being the good shepherd, um, he kind of even took it a step further in like the crucifixion because mm -hmm. not only did he die for us, but he rose again, you know, and he's alive still yeah. there being our shepherd leading us uh, to heaven and to him. Yeah. And, and like, as Peter was saying, like, if we don't have that shepherd, like leading us, as he was saying, like even afterwards, because if, if he just died for us and saved us for our sins, like we'd be like, we'd be free from, um, you know, our original sin, but we, we still need someone to lead us to where the gates are. Because mm -hmm. even, even if you let the sheep out into the pasture and into the world, there's still like wolves and dangers and cliffs and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And you can, you can follow the, because <clears throat> we, we actually had a good story, um, during Bible study where we were talking about like, um, how sheep are, um, how sheep are slaughtered in like slaughterhouses, I guess. And how they do it is they have this, this thing called the Judas sheep and it, and what it'll do is it'll be trained to, um, uh, go ahead of all the other nervous sheep and like look back and then take another few steps and then look back again and then the other sheep will follow the Judas sheep like trusting it blindly and then the Judas sheep will turn one way and then the other sheep will turn the other way and be slaughtered so there's like other sheep like that who will like lead us to our death and lead us to the death of ourselves or our soul right. you know so we need that shepherd who will lead us to the gates we're supposed to go to, you know, instead of like over a cliff or through the thorny branch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was the part I was going to talk about. <laughs> I think that that was, that was your thoughts on what you came away with last night. Yeah, I really like enjoyed listening. Well, I, I read it out loud, yeah. but <laughs> talking about the Judas sheep or whatever. That's I just crazy. thought it was crazy that they called the it Judas sheep yeah. leading them. Oh. I'm like, oh. what? Yeah. Leading them to their deaths. That yeah. is so crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, for real though. Like, but, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because, yeah, someone that you, sometimes those voices and those thieves and robbers and wolves are like voices that you trust and which no. is like exactly what yeah. they did was they mm. put their trust in because the they look person. like you you know right. the juice sheep looks like them because the human handlers they can't make them go by right. like walking the path but like the judas sheep who looks like them and like acts like them right is there what going a to. uh common phrase that's like a wolf in sheep's clothing mm -hmm. that's pretty much what yeah, it is the Jewish sheep is, <laughs> is a wolf dude why are they doing that well, don't I, do it i don't think we really talked about it last night but i was just thinking about the fact that you were saying mm -hmm. the sheep when they were at the slaughterhouse before the judas sheep came in to lead them to their death 
Um, they're all sitting there waiting, like all mm-hmm. fenced in in this new place, and they're not familiar with it. They're yeah. all jittery and nervous and, you know, afraid, like, what's going on? Where am I? Um, and so then the Judas sheep comes in and leads them to their death. But um, it's just kind of like clicked, like, okay, you know, in our lives when um, when there's, you know, someone about to try and lead us astray, usually we kind of maybe have those same uneasy vibes ahead of that, you know, leading up to that, like, where am I? Like, what, what am I actually doing here? Like, what's going on? And so it kind of helps, you know, um, be aware and be mindful of like knowing the good shepherd versus, you know, someone trying to just lead you astray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, when you were saying that, I was thinking about how the sheep are nervous because they don't have anybody to lead them or any mm-hmm. anything to look at, you know, yeah. or they they don't have anybody to look up to because all their handlers who like fed them and they trusted before all left. Yeah. And so they, they were following these leaders, but they, they ended up leaving them and they were stuck in this kind of middle ground. And that's kind of when the devil comes in and he, he, he exploits that weakness and that vulnerability and prays to it and he says look I have a way out look look at this light or what's going on here and then they they end up or I guess we all end up following that sometimes and going down the wrong path and doing the wrong thing and then we oh you know, my you know. gosh this was just making me think I was in that exact situation because like you know the story. I mean, I'm sure we've all heard the story. We were in a very tricky situation the other day. <laughs> with uh, a the story very, comes yeah. again. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, I just um, felt myself being misled yeah. during this whole situation. Being all jittery. And I was like, oh no. Like, you know, this is fine. And then all of a sudden, boom. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm being led astray. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What is the situation I'm actually in? And I'm like, hold on. How do I get out of this? Yeah. And then just a path opened up and I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And then like, it was just crazy because like, if you ask to be led by Jesus, he's going to lead you for sure. Yeah. He's not going to leave you like stranded. Obviously he's going to leave, he's like, you. You're he's on gonna leave the 99. He's going to pick you up on his back. He's like, I'm not letting you go. Mm-hmm. You're not leaving me this time. And I just realized that situation was just what you guys were describing mm-hmm. just being misled feeling like you know something's not right but you're like okay you know this is fine or whatever you know i trust this person and then all of a sudden you're like nope i need to get out of this situation so mm. that is crazy how yeah. that just came up yeah that, that, that was good that reminds me of um yesterday i was reading screw tape letters by c.s lewis and the one letter so like basically a basic premise of what screw tape letters is mm. is it's these two demons who are writing back and forth to each other, Screwtape and Wormwood. Um, Wormwood is like Screwtape's uncle and is um, writing to... Wormwood is Screwtape's uncle writing to him and Screwtape is like in control or in charge of this one soul of this man who's converted to Christianity. And so the whole point is there, Screwtape's trying to get advice from his uncle about how to like bring him to hell, basically. And so it's it's super interesting... Because it's from the opposite perspective. Because you mm-hmm. always end up reading about like, how do you get to heaven? But yeah. it's super interesting because it ends up talking about 
how you get to heaven, but through like demon's perspective, I definitely recommend. Mm. But mm. yesterday I was reading one and it was talking about how um, the man that the that screw tapes in charge of is um, starting to like really go through a low point. Mm. And so he was saying that like the interesting thing is that they they call him the the enemy, but it's God. The enemy is God because yeah. they're demons, whatever. So it's interesting. So God is present with all with all of us during our high highs and our low lows, but mm-hmm. the devil like kind of dips when it's like really, really good. Yeah. Um, because he preys on us when we're really low. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because he was saying that even in, they called it troughs, like even in our low lows, even in our troughs, like mm-hmm. God is there and we might not hear his voice, but if we're obedient to him and desire him to like be there for us and like want to seek out his voice, it will come through eventually. Like mm-hmm. God doesn't leave us destitute, but he will give us an opportunity to lean and trust on him. So that's the same yeah. thing with like what you're saying is like, yeah, I temporarily can't hear his voice and I'm freaking out because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just a sheep, you know, but I know that he's there. So there's mm-hmm. a difference between like just giving up and giving into that low lows and giving into the devil's voice, which is mm-hmm. sometimes louder in those low points mm-hmm. or being obedient and trusting that, yeah, I don't hear his voice right now, but I'm going to stay and I'm going to be loyal. And I know that my shepherd's voice will come through. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting. Connected. Yeah. I, I actually listened to a YouTube video recently uh, by Father Sheen. I don't know oh, if you guys Fulton know. Sheen? Fulton Sheen. Fulton oh, Sheen. Yeah, love yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Or I think it's Bishop Fulton Sheen, right? Yeah. Or venerable now. Venerable. he's going to be a saint. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd recommend uh, listening to his YouTube videos because they're really interesting. And he was... <clears throat> we were talking about this one... Um, subject i think it was the uh how to think or something like that and he was talking about how there are two ways to go through suffering uh rebellion and um like uh giving in or mm-hmm. it's it, it's a synonym but with an r word so when you go through su- suffering relinquish relinquish i think it was yeah and so um when you go through Whoa. suffering you can either go through rebellion where you see no purpose in your suffering and you rebel against everything mm-hmm. and your soul rebels against it so that would be like um you know like through our teenage years we yeah, sometimes angst. rebel yeah we're like i don't see a purpose to my parents telling me not to do this or something like that it's kind of this a similar idea yeah versus like uh, uh, relinquish, relinquish, um, where we do see a purpose in our suffering and we give up that purpose to like, for, because we realize that this is like, um, to, um, deal with the sins in this life or mm-hmm. like, um, give it up for someone else or to help us grow mm-hmm. or to help us like realize we need to change something. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just thought it was interesting because it kind of connected to what you were saying about mm-hmm. like the different ways you can go through those dark periods and like being led as sheep. We're not always like above ground, but we're led through a tunnel and we can hear his mm-hmm. voice from the other side. Like, just keep going, just keep coming through. Right. And like, we'll get to like halfway point where it's like the darkest part of the tunnel and we have a decision whether to just lay down and give up or just keep going and try to follow his voice. Right. I, that just reminded me of, like, 
It's interesting that he chose sheep because yeah. he could have chosen anything. Yeah, the lions. thing that came to the thing that came to mind were rams, which mm-hmm. like go rams, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> anyway, um, because like rams are like they they ram things. They like mm-hmm. push their head into stuff. And yeah, they're, they're like, powerful, right? right? They they can destroy things, right? Not the lion comes at you. Exactly <laughs> what point I was trying to make, but oh. <laughs> yes, but like rams, like have their own idea of what they want to do and yeah. they'll try and make it happen by like ramming their head into it uh-huh. but like sheep can't do that because their heads weren't made that way <laughs> yeah. and so they're they sheep. also yeah they're sheep so they're kind of dumb we'll just be honest here that's the way that they're explained they're just mm. kind of dumb <laughs> but they know their shepherd's voice and they listen mm. and follow that shepherd's voice and they know not to follow another voice um because if they do then they'll be led astray mm. so yeah, I think it's interesting that he made us sheep in his explanation of what mm-hmm. we are because they're very, like, I would say, like, loyal to the to the shepherd. Yeah. And, like, we, we just know his voice and we follow him. And it's a comfort to be near mm-hmm. God. So I just, that was interesting because he could have chosen anything. But he was like, no, they're my sheep. Yeah, I think it's interesting also because, like, sheep are, like, the community animal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, Herd mentality. They're, yeah, they're... they're the, they're the animal that like needs to be in a herd or mm-hmm. else they're like lost. So we like need each other, but like we can't be led astray by each other. Be like, oh, Cliff, jump off. And then like every other like <laughs> right. sheep in the line. It's like, guess we have to jump. do this thing. Yeah, they're like, they're like oh, looks like we're doing this today. <laughs> right. You, you got to be able to like live in community with other people and like help each other right. out and like help all the other sheep out follow the shepherd mm-hmm. but also you got to realize i'm following the shepherd not like these other sheep going every which way right and you got you got to kind of be the leader or like a leader of the sheep like that first sheep going out there where other sheep can look at you and say oh he knows what he's doing he's going the right way i'm going to follow him it looks like he knows what he's doing and then eventually the other sheep will realize, oh, he's following the shepherd. Mm. And he wants to be like the shepherd and go where he's going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust that too. And that's kind of like leading your life by example, right? Right. Like showing other people through your actions and through what you do and what you say and all that. And eventually they'll look to you and they'll be like, oh, this guy has their life together. There must be something in their life that drives them to be a good person and then eventually they'll slowly realize oh he's following the shepherd in this case jesus maybe i should try that and that's how mm-hmm. you know you really affect and change a person's life because mm-hmm. you, you can't force belief on somebody right. like you yeah, can't we've talked about that before yeah. like yeah. you can't give someone else the gift of faith yeah it, it needs to come from them so they need to realize what you're doing and want to be like that and then look to Jesus and then they'll be like oh I now believe right that's what I was just thinking about while you were talking was yeah like God puts specific people in our lives because sometimes we in those difficult times like can't see him but we can see those physical examples in front of us Mm -hmm. um to like help guide us through whatever nonsense is going on um because sometimes like God's saying stuff to us and we are just like tuning it out but then like if and he's like okay well maybe he'll listen to this maybe he'll listen to this you know and then like he's just 
talking yeah. to you. And sometimes we don't even realize right. we're tuning it out. We're just like not listening. It's just or... I'm so focused on yeah. like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I got blinders on. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is what I need to get done. And then he's like, hey, just stop. We, <laughs> just we, walk <laughs> away from the problem. We get man. like tunnel vision. Well, yeah, because like... when you're looking at your own problems, you're like, there's no one will understand. Yeah. I like have to do this on my own. You're like, oh. Yeah, and so you just... You get so sucked in mm-hmm. that you have to like take steps out because, mm-hmm. and that's what helps with other people's perspective. Yeah, you need to get like the bigger picture and like take two steps back and be like, oh, okay, let me just look at everything like for a second mm-hmm. and see what's really going on. But I had like an image in my head the way you were explaining it was like Jesus is in the monstrance and then like Zach, you're right in front of the monstrance mm-hmm. and then it's like. You're glowing because you're sitting in front of the monstrance so that the people behind you can see that the reason that you're glowing has to be from Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the way that, like, we're all called to be is, like, glowing, glowing, glowing. Mm-hmm. But the further you are away from the monstrance, like, the less your glow is. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want to be right up against the monstrance mm-hmm. so that you can have the strongest glow so you can reach the most yeah. people. Wow. I just got yeah, you, like if... an image of like the sun and the moon, like the sun mm-hmm. could be Jesus and we're the moon and we're bouncing off all that light onto the world, guiding people through like mm. the night. Then, well, yeah. I, oh, wow. <laughs> like, that's so, it's so cool. cool. But like the moon doesn't have its own light source. Like it's yeah. only light mm-hmm. source. Is the sun. Is the sun. Yeah. Coincidence? It's like a mirror. It's like it's like God put a mirror there so he's like, here. I mean you guys are afraid of the dark here. Yeah. It's like some people are full moon, some people are waxing gibbous, you know. Or waning gibbous. anyway, Melanie? Yeah. You got any thoughts? Yeah. Mel, we haven't heard from you. What are your thoughts on this? Um hi. <laughs> Being I, the guiding light. Mm. Thinking uh, what what you said about the okay, I gotta think mm-hmm. the um, yeah suffering thing and how it's either a rebellion or relinquish mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, I feel like I've said this before, so I'm not absolutely sure, but um. Uh, <laughs> today, I'm sorry. Uh, the, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm, since my life is going like okay right now, you yeah. know, like I'm afraid that when suffering does come, like what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. But then you guys mentioned like, like I mean, obviously relinquish is the better option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, be, because it's because it's like you you gain. Uh, grace from it mm-hmm. from relinquishing um, your suffering and kind of um, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so tired today no that's, uh, no, that's a really good that point may, that makes sense I was, I was I like going to go off of that how it's like um, I do this too where like and I think I think everybody does and only like it's only with really hard work that you can really overcome it it's in the high highs, we look down and we say, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this so much because I know the low is going to come and I know there's going to be a downhill trend. And, and when we're in our lowest lows, we're like, oh, I wish it was the highest high. And we don't really live in the moment and try to like really learn from the moment. Or mm-hmm. at least I do. I don't know if you if you guys have the same sure. problem. But like, sure. like my highest highs, like it'll be tainted in a way, quote unquote. By like 
looking down and being like, oh, I know this isn't going to last or I know this is temporary and I know there's going to be more suffering to come and you can't really live and enjoy those like really high moments where you're like, man, I, I, I feel really good right now. I'm really helping out other people. I feel really close to God and all that. And sometimes we don't really try to live and learn from those high moments and, and strengthen ourselves because that's where we, I mean, we're, to, to give an example, we're like, we're like a knife, right? And we're forged in the fire of adversity, right? But we're cooled in those high moments where it really solidifies because even if in the low moments, we really persevere through it and we're like forced and everything like that. If, if you don't put it in the water and harden it, it just like remains hot and then it slowly cools and it's not hardened at all. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to, you need to really test yourself in those low moments, but you also need to solidify what you've tested in those high moments so you can bring it into the next, you know, mm-hmm. trial mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was going to say like, um, with the highs and the lows and, um, I think one of the things that could maybe help like with, embracing the high moments and not worrying about when is it going to end when is the mm-hmm. low moment going to come is really strengthening the the low mo- your your ability to relinquish you know those low moments mm-hmm. when they come you know if you just let yourself be given to god and give those moments up to god um and just be you know embraced by his love uh in those moments if you just then wouldn't be worrying as much about those coming. Um, and mm-hmm. when, when they come, you know, you're kind of like more ready for it. Um, and it just kind of comes and goes and usually you end up, um, growing in some way because of it, mm-hmm. you learn things. Um, so then the high moments would come back around and you can just live in those moments. Um, but I also had this image going back to the sheep a bit, um, the lost sheep, you know, mm-hmm being out on its own and we talked about thorns a little bit too yesterday and just this image like popped in my brain where um there's this lost sheep out in the field somewhere and if you you know you think of sheep and their wool and it's all like curly to begin with and they're fluffy little boys right you know and then i just picture this 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 sheep being lost on its own and it getting tangled up in all these thorns and just this massive gnarly thorn bush getting all tangled within its its wool and it's just completely stuck unable to move and it's like in pain it's probably bleeding right just that image of that lost sheep completely helpless not knowing where it is mm-hmm. um n- not having any way to get out of it on its own and um then the shepherd the good shepherd comes on comes along and you know one by one takes those thorns and pulls them out of the the wool and frees that sheep you know um and so it kind of like, it, yeah, it's kind of like we can't really always do a whole lot in the low moments necessarily, except just relinquish yeah. that and let God take those thorns yeah. from us and, um, and, and basically save us, bring us back. Yeah. That's like exactly what it, I th- like a, a similar image when you're trying to eradicate sin from your mm-hmm. life. It's like those sins that you say every single time you go to confession, you're like, I just want this to be done. Mm-hmm. I like, why is this something I'm still struggling with? It doesn't make any sense. Um, but it's like something that you so desire to do that like you desire to do it over, I don't know, pleasing God. Like mm-hmm. the sinning is turning 
your back on God. It's like yeah. literally walking away from him. And so like whether you like it or not, when you sin, you're walking away from God. Whether you're like I like you're you're purposefully choosing something else over God. But those sins that you struggle with most that you you constantly are doing, mm-hmm. it's like they have such a hold on you that you need to like ask God what you can you just like need his help to like unclasp those thorns from mm-hmm. you because they're like just dug so deep that you have to like get them you can't pull them off yourself like you were saying peter it also reminded me of like abraham and isaac during the mm-hmm. sacrifice with like the ram stuck in the bones. oh wow yeah i thought that was interesting yeah. Yeah. don't know if those connect but it was just <laughs> yeah. a thought yeah. i was like wow it sounds a lot like uh, the yeah ram stuck in the thorn yeah, I think it's interesting, though, that how, even if we, like, um, I, I don't know why, but I was thinking about this, like, a couple of days ago, like, those, those, like, sins that have the greatest hold on, I mean, we all have them, mm-hmm. uh, right, um, so, but, like, it's how, even if we're able to free ourselves from the thorns, we're, like, we need something to, like, replace that, or dress those wounds, because right. we're gonna be, like, bleeding out so much or like we're gonna need something like we we need that feel of the like the vine wrapped around our um like wrist or something like that because it it's just it's been there so long like we don't know what to do without them sometimes and we need to like he need we needed him to replace them and be like oh here let me replace your goal by going this way and like making it a good goal like right we all sin for a reason either like we're like um we we drink because we like want to numb the pain of like some traumatic memory or something like that or to be loved or to like have a group of friends or just like um have that feeling of happiness in you and he'll replace that with like with like joy for like happiness or like get real friends who will actually care about what you're doing instead of letting you be an alcoholic. They'll be like, dude, I, I appreciate you for who you are. Even if you're not like this rowdy person who like drinks all the time and like is supposedly fun. Like I, I appreciate who you really are. And he'll, he'll kind of, if you let him, he'll kind of replace like what you're going wrong with. And, like, we'll realize, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, this is why I'm doing it. Like, because, um, I want, I want to be loved or I want, I want, um, more friends or, like, something like that. And he'll be, like, replace it with, like, here, I'll give you some, like, real good friends. Like, we don't, uh, this is my philosophy, but, like, you only need, like, a couple really, really good friends. You don't need a hundred friends or anything like that. You just need those couple people who will, you know, in those tough moments will be like, Hey, you're doing this wrong. I think you should change because those people are really, really tough to find. And you don't, those are the people you really need to hold on to. Not the people who are like, Oh, let's go out and party all the time and all that because those friends will pass because they're only there for like the ride and they're only there for like the, the rush basically like that. But he's saying, I can give you, like, real joy, real friends. I can give you, like, real love. I can give you, like, a real family, all that. If you just let me come into your life and let me fix it. But, like, that's something tough for us. Or 
let me just, it's tough for me because like I, I hold on to it really deeply and I'm like, man, this is like the most important thing to me. Like no, giving, giving your most important thing to somebody else is like a really, really tough thing because like that's the thing you treasure most deeply and you're like, at least for me, when I give it, when, you know, I'm thinking about like, oh, I should give this to you, but you're like, man, I don't want him to be like, no, this, uh, or like, I, I know he won't like get, uh, give me a snake when I ask for bread, you know, that pair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who would give their child uh, a snake when they ask for bread? I, I know he won't, but like, it's still in the back of my mind. Like whenever I think about that, the devil's always like, he could not give that to you. Right. He could take that away. Like right. what, what, why would he care about you? Why would he give you like anything like this? And that, I don't know. It's sometimes tough for me to realize, you know, like, no, he will give what's best for me and he'll give me what makes me happiest. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, this, it's really tough to like give that up because that's like, mm -hmm. that's like the deepest part of me and the most like vulnerable, because that's like the most vulnerable part of you where you're like, if you destroy this, like I'm done right? and I got nothing left. And so when we're giving that up, we're giving up like, ourselves in the deepest 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 part of ourselves where we're like here you can have this i put my complete trust in your hands and it's up to you whether i live or die now right mm. yeah that reminded me of what i was saying with like the screw tape letters is like even in mm. our lowest of lows like god is still there even though mm. the devil is tempting us out the walls he's yeah. like there, like out so the loud wow right <laughs> i love saying that but like the devil's like straight up screaming at us like so loud you that's all you feel like you can he's hear. like i know you have doubts right he's like the, he it's like all you feel like you can hear because he's so loud yeah, it echoes in the and tunnel. it's also like what you want to hear yeah that's the thing the reason it's so loud is because he knows like god knows the desires of our hearts but so does the devil and yeah. the devil knows like like god knows what we want and what we really should be having but the mm -hmm. devil's like oh i know what you want so i'm gonna say it louder so mm -hmm. that you follow me um but again like that'll leave you empty like yeah. the things that you desire are probably if they're good true and beautiful they're from god but yeah. if they're not those things then they're from the devil yeah um and so yeah like he's screaming really loud but god's there like also trying to talk to us but he's like the soothing shepherd voice and he's like come on buddy come he's on, like buddy. you can do it and, like, and the other person's like Togo! <laughs> come on buddy come on come on you but, can yeah. make it you can make it buddy i feel like he sees this as children like right. come on come well, on we are children yeah. yeah so it just yeah that was what i was thinking about when you were and it was also like john ten ten, which is the middle of that passage mm -hmm. is i came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly mm -hmm. which is the whole like truth of the gospel like that's what jesus came for it was so that he could die for our sins and then give us eternal life. So I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. John 10, 10. It mm -hmm. is like the truth of the gospel. It's like super important. But yeah, he came so that we could live abundant life with him, which is freedom, which is mm -hmm. what you're saying is like relinquishing those sins, relinquishing all of these worldly desires, worldly pleasures. Mm -hmm. It's like we have our teeth sunk so deep into these 
worldly things that like we have to We're like I don't un- know what I do if I let go. Yeah. yeah. It's like I've been I've had my like I don't know, like my teeth in these for mm. so long that it's like, yeah, like I don't know what it's like to not. Um, but he's offering us this freedom where when we think about it, it doesn't seem like freedom because mm. it's like, well, I feel free right now. But like relinquishing and like giving it all up, it's like taking a big deep breath in and out, like, mm. you know, and it's like, wow, I feel so it, much it's like, better. It's like taking a breath when you haven't breathed in a while and right. that, that just rut, rushes over you and you're like, it, those moments where you're holding your breath in like anticipation right. or like fear or something and then you finally, and like in those movie scenes where like the color change and it goes from like, like that deep uh, faded color to mm-hmm. like that bright color and you're like, oh. You're like, I finally made it out the other yeah. side. Yeah, it's like getting a big old puff of my inhaler. It's like, whew. Inhaler? <laughs> you know? Oh. Well, for all those, uh, you know, asthmatics out yeah, there. I was asthmatic, so yeah, yeah, that's, I understand. That's a niche, niche <laughs> reference for all those people who can't breathe on their own. Amen. I think it's interesting. Uh, I was thinking about further about like the thorns um when you were saying that because uh even if we go to confession and jesus takes all the thorns off of us we still need to let him like dress our wounds or mm-hmm. else they'll just like become infected or something like that mm-hmm. and then it, it'll just then make we'll a fill problem. the wounds with because, other like, things <laughs> yeah um confession is him taking off like our our thorns and all that and everything like that but we need to let him afterwards heal the wounds we gotta like trust like okay he really um he really forgave me for this i could i need to forgive myself for it Mm -hmm. if like sometimes you're like oh man i can't believe i did that or like you dwell on it or you can't forgive yourself and then you got to be like okay i forgive myself i trust god will heal me or like strengthen me against this Mm -hmm. and like have him like put on like um like antibiotic and like put a bandage around where our wound was Mm -hmm. well and after confession we still have free will and i just kind of going back to what you were saying earlier a little bit um it can be really easy to choose you know i just kind of picture two paths you know Mm -hmm. one that goes to god and what he wants us to do and one that is like more just choosing what we want you know Mm -hmm. we we know what we want on our own personal level and um being free to choose one or the other it can be really easy to choose the worldly things or choose just simply doing something ourselves rather than you know relinquishing it and um just giving it to god and and following him basically letting him take control um and, and guide us as we need to um, but yeah, every confession, it's like, we're, we're at that crossroads again. It's, you know, are we going to choose to follow God or are we going to like look over to the worldly things and make that easy choice again and, and just wrap ourselves up in the thorns, um, time and time again. Um, but it, like he'll, he'll pull those thorn thorns off, but we still have that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you think of the sheep and the shepherd, and, um, if we followed God, that's where the rest of all the sheep are. That's where the herd is and being, you know, that herd mentality and they need that community. He has over there, if we follow him, all that we need in our lives. Um, 
and all we got to do is just choose that path over trying to do it ourselves or, you know, just whatever worldly things. Yeah, actually, that connects to another Father Sheen (laughs) video (laughs) I was was thinking about. And he was talking about, like, how um, the difference between a normal and an abnormal mind. Mm -hmm. And he was was, um, talking about, um, like, choice. And he was saying, like, um, people, um, like, people who don't believe in the in the faith or like any God or anything like that. They, they think, Oh, you're following a God. He's taking away your choice, which is like not true because, um, we are, we are always following something and we're always like walking somewhere. You're always making something your God. Yeah. And we're always like making something our God and following it. We're just choosing to follow the right path. And you, he had this good analogy of like this boat and like how a normal mind like you have the waves of adversity and then you have like the pilot, the cockpit or whatever. Boat captain. Boat captain pit thing yeah. on the top. And then we have like, um, we have like the top telling like, which is our like mind and stuff like that. Telling our, um, our like, um, heart, heart and everything. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to think of the word heart, where to go. And we need, and we, again, I was we need to know where we're going. So we need to find that port and say, this is where we're going. This is the path we're taking. We know we're following this path and we know we're going that way. And that is like the normal, um, like frame of mind. And then we have the abnormal frame of mind, which is a boat, but it's turned upside down. So the hole is above and then adversity and everything like that. And in this case, like, our like subconscious is like above the water and like our mind and logic and will and all that are on underwater and like not actively being used or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So we don't know where we're going and we're just drifting away and everything like that. And eventually, or he was saying people like this think about like, Oh, logic, it doesn't matter. Oh, um, like, uh, deductive reasoning proof, um, away, or like, even if something smacks you directly across the face, all that is underneath like our subconscious or like how we feel. We're like, Oh, I feel in the deepest part of me. This is me. And I will do anything to achieve this goal. And this was, this was back in like 1950, which I see this like today. This is like, this is one of the big problems today where we're like, oh no, this is the authentic me is the subconscious me. And like this overwrites everything else. Even if you give me like all the proof in the world, what I feel in my subconscious like overrides all this. And like he was saying, this is an abnormal mind that like that's thinking has been flipped and altered and like twisted around by like the devil, um, to make them like not see the truth because if they turn the ship over, they'd see like a land or a port or something like that. And then they go towards it or like try to find a purpose and where they're going. And he's like, these people eventually they'll get to a point where they have nothing left. They'll get to that point where they like reach their subconscious like thing Mm -hmm. and they'll see nothing. Right. And then they'll commit suicide. 
And he's like, this is why there's such, been such an uptick, even back then, right. even in the 1950s, of suicides. Because, like, people are following their subconscious and not their logic driving everything else. And, like, even their subconscious. And, like, because we can alter ourselves, right? And we can be, like, like either by, like, um, moderating what we, like, take in because, like, one of one of my things is like you are what you surround yourself with so yeah. if you surround yourself with like with like really bad people or bad things or like being around just not good right uh temptations and all that what you're going to do is you're like subconscious or like when you're away from people that's what's really going to be in your heart and like mm. what you're really thinking and all that yeah and so it's up to us to moderate all that and like even if we're around some bad people sometimes to realize that's not good and then take that to heart and because even if we don't realize it that stuff affects us right. and we take it in and we <clears throat> it molds us kind of mm -hmm. with the ships too if you can imagine the one that's flipped upside down yeah I mean, can you imagine trying to flip that back the right way? Oh, you know? yeah, that'd be, yeah, that, that's be, even harder. And that's hard. Yeah. yeah, and I think that lines up, too, with people in that mindset. It's like mm. trying to flip it so that they're, you know, thinking logically. It's, I think, a hard thing to do sometimes. Yeah, because they're just not available for... Mm. Yeah, I, I had a couple thoughts. Mm. The first would be... <clears throat> when you were talking about the flipped over boat, it reminded me of the Flat Earth documentary mm. about like they're not using logic, but they want it to be true. Yeah. And like all of these proofs were being thrown at them. It's like mm -hmm. they even said themselves, they, they said, made if, their own proof. Yeah, they were like, if this doesn't work, then it proves that the earth is curved. And then at the very end of the documentary, it doesn't work. And they're like, well, we must have messed up. Yeah. So it's like just being so bullheaded mm -hmm. of like, I can't possibly be wrong. Yeah. My entire life is staked in this, which is what we do when we stake our like lives in something that is just not eternal, which is God. The, if you don't, if you stake your life in something that's temporary, then you're going to try and keep it like as much as you can, but you can't. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that was one thing I thought of. That was funny. The, like, yeah. That was what I thought of. But um, the second thing is when I was playing soccer in high school, my, coach would have us sometimes write 18 inches on our hands which mm -hmm. is like the distance between your head and your heart and he's like that sometimes is the furthest distance yeah. like 18 uh -huh. inches sometimes <laughs> it takes forever for my head to reach my heart yeah. um and so yeah for all those people who lead with their hearts yikes and for all <laughs> those people who lead with their heads and not their hearts like you're like we are supposed to we're made to be rightly ordered where we mm -hmm. work in tandem head and heart and We're that like, 18 inches. Our hearts is, like go, 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 go. And our heads yeah. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it takes Hold forever that. for us Hold to on. like catch up for both. Wait a minute. But we're supposed to like use them in tandem. Like they're mm -hmm. supposed to like checks and balances with each other. It's like, well, yeah. actually, we probably wouldn't do yeah, well if we let You like, can't be like them. calculating and forget like other people exist. Right. But you can't just like go your heart right. wild and be like for, forget everything else. Right. Like, and you, so like we were made for with both so we're made to use both mm -hmm. and so yeah sometimes those are really tough because you want to lead with one but you gotta you know keep mm -hmm. them in check Jake, mm -hmm. 
Did you have something to say? Mm, or you just no, I was just thinking a lot. No, just like, I don't know what Zach was saying, like, surround yourself with the right people and, like, how, like, even if you don't think about it, they do affect you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Just like the, it's not even like the big, big things they do, it's the little things they do. Yeah. It's just like, just these little habits they have or, like, even, like, little sayings, like, you'll pick up little sayings from mm-hmm. them and you'll start saying them even if, I mean, maybe you do realize it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I kind of realize it. <laughs> Even it's like young. Zach's famous saying is like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, it also is like the music you listen to too. It's yeah. like, oh, I can listen to this horrible music. Like, it's not even it's affecting you. Yeah, but like, gonna... then that song gets stuck in your head and then those lyrics are in your head yeah. and like, they're really bad songs. Like, mm-hmm. I'm saying that because I've fallen victim to that. I'm like, <laughs> I used to go through a really bad phase of listening to really bad music, but... I've come out the other side yeah. <laughs> and like like sometimes I like want to listen to it because like I liked that uh-huh. music I didn't like the lyrics but I'd always be like oh I'm just not listening to the lyrics but I'm like yes I am like <laughs> you can't not listen to the lyrics and yeah. so like yeah like sometimes I'll it'll come on my shuffle and then I'll now I just feel so like disgusted by it I'll just be listening to it I'm like man I really just can't get into this song anymore the way I used to yeah. because I just know that it's going to be stuck in my head all day long and I do not want this horrible song stuck mm-hmm. in my head. Um, but yeah, it's like, if we relinquish those desires, it's like, yeah, is this music pretty good? Mm-hmm. It's like, this bass is bumping, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen to this song anymore. Um, then it's like, well, actually, if I relinquish that, it's like, you know what, God, give me a different song to listen to because this one's horrible or give me a clean <laughs> version. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to those people who make clean versions of songs. You are real ones. <laughs> the real ones. They know who they are. True. They do. <laughs> yeah, you know, They're you know. Ones. You know. Melanie, you yeah. got any uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, closing thoughts, Mel. Um, I think what you said about... See, my mind's going blank again, but I know what I was going to say. <laughs> what you said about... um Before the last thing you just said. Me? Yes. What was the thing I said? Two, <laughs> the 18 Shit. inches? Oh, yeah. Before that. Before that? I was talking about Flat Earth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It always comes back to Flat Earth. Amen. Uh, Stay flat, baby. <laughs> 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 the idea of, like, even if you, if you put all your trust in something that's not eternal, I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Because... It, it, and like you said, relates to how how they, how they literally were like, this will prove it. This will prove um, that that the Earth is flat. And though it didn't, they still were like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we're just gonna continue trying to prove it anyway. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was really interesting because it's like proof of trying over and over to put your to put like all your faith and all your belief in something that just like that that, that can fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I think like. I, uh, I tend to do that at times. Like, I put my trust in, like, my friendships. Not that friendships aren't a good thing, but, like, putting, like, all my trust in, like, oh, these people. And then mm-hmm. back when I had cruddy friendships, um, the, when they fall apart, I feel like now I'm stranded. Mm-hmm. But when I've grown to, like, trust more in my faith, even when things like that happen, like, I have something to latch on to that won't fall apart. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. Cool. That I felt like that was a fantastic podcast actually. It got off to a rough start. Right. <laughs> but we got right. there. I'm gonna put yeah. the question in, when do you think that we 
had the yeah, coffee when kick did the in. Coffee <laughs> hit? When did the coffee hit? Because I feel like it already <laughs> hit. That's what I'm saying. I'm way more awake yeah, than I was 55 minutes ago. No, minute. exactly. <laughs> I know what I'm saying right now. Right. Earlier, I was like, anyway. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. To Catholic Coffee in the Morning. Amen. What are we doing for you? Margaret? We are praying. We are praying for you. Praying for you. That's my little All of you. shtick. It is. It's not shtick. really a shtick, though. I, I do actually pray for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, they're not empty words. <laughs> yep. So, Be like, and all the, all the listeners to our podcast. I do, I do. <laughs> Be like, and for everyone listening to Catholic Coffee in the Morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and anyways. And, and remember, people, drink, drink coffee. coffee. Be Catholic. Catholic. Thank y'all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.